Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Jean is off tonight, making herself even smarter than she currently is, if that's at all possible. And so I am doing solo duty for Friday, February 16th, 2024. So I did do the crossword. I was able to do it in approximately one quarter of the time I did Thursdays. Um, but I still spend a chunk of time on it, so I consider that time well spent. Um, this was a themeless crossword, as far as I could tell, and the clues were very enjoyable. Uh, and this was by Colin Adams. So, Seven Across uh, was musical, whose pre-show warning about cell phone use says that knights may drag you on stage and impale you. And as soon as they said knights and impaling, I thought it's got something to do with Monty Python. It was indeed Spamalot. The next clue across was terrific. God on a mission? Question mark. Apollo. Took me a while. I got the God, and then I'm like on a mission, and it's been such a long time since Apollo that sort of uh, took me a while to connect the dots there. Um, it's hard to believe that in 1969 the U.S. was able to get to the moon, but eventually they're I mean, they're they're trying right now to get back, and hopefully they will achieve that in the fullness of time. Uh, let's see here. Three down. Time to draw was noon. That was good. Um, five down. Jardin uh, contents. So I saw Jardin and I thought, oh, that's French. And so I knew immediately the answer was fleur, except apparently Jardin is also garden in Spanish. And so the answer here was flores. So very close to where Darien appeared yesterday, we had a Spanish term. We also had a great quote, four down from Groucho Marx, getting blank is no problem. You just have to live long enough. And the answer was older. At Groucho Marx, quite the, uh, quite the kiddo. The kidder. Um, let's see, 16 across, cry after a windfall. I had, I won, I won. But the answer in, that the New York Times was seeking was, we're rich. Uh, 18 across, bit of gear for gliding. So I had the last, uh, almost the last four letters. I had a K and a blank and a T and an E. So I thought it's some sort of a kite, you know, maybe like a sort of a human-sized kite that you could glide with. I wasn't sure about the details, but that was totally wrong. Anyway, the answer was ice skate. Uh, Crossing ice skate, we had 10 down. Casually chic updo was a messy bun. And yesterday, in that uh, epically difficult for me crossword, uh, they had a chignon, and it was the answer was bun. So we've gone from bun yesterday to messy bun. So uh, I, I confidently predict that there will be some references to a bun in tomorrow's crossword. So just look for that. Six down was... Post-Thanksgiving meal drowsiness, familiarly, and I was thinking that tryptophan was somehow going to come into the conversation. Turned out it was food coma, which would certainly make sense. Uh, they did have some uh, French um, crossing floor. Um, come see, come sa, 28 across was so-so. Uh, let's see, what else was interesting here? 38 across was marvelous. Hands and feet. And I'm like, okay, what are hands and feet? And I thought, um, I couldn't think of anything. Like, it's sort of appendages, but I had to fit that into five squares, and that was not going to work. The answer was units. So you have hands when you talk about measuring a horse, I suppose, and of course you have feet. So that was 
Well done. They also had 36 across cartoonist Groning, uh, Matt. Good to see Matt in the grid again. Uh, 42 across was magnificent again. Uh, Northern Hemisphere, question mark, Igloo. Very, very nice. Um, let's see here. Boston College athlete was an eagle. I guess I'm not up on Boston College, but apparently they are the eagles. Makes sense. And 44 across, the world's rarest goose, the Nini, or possibly the Nene. Um, I don't know if we've had this as a, oh, that's how you pronounce it, episode, but uh, I think I need that now, that knowledge anyway. A 24 down noble gas used in propelling ion thrusters was xenon. And it's good it started with that X because 23 across, eldest daughter of Oceanus and mother of Nike was Styx. So that X did the job. Um, 52 across, I thought was quite interesting. Its tributaries have colorful names. The answer was Nile. There's apparently a tributary called the Red Nile, then there's the White Nile, then there's the Blue Nile, and then there's the Yellow Nile. So they didn't go for the entire spectrum, but they got pretty close. Um, all right. I, uh, let's see, 50 across. Um, first and so far only chimpanzee to orbit Earth, and that was Enos, or I presume that's how it's pronounced. So, yes, so this was a good crossword. Um, I would agree with 65 across. You did great. The answer was nice work, and I would direct those words to Colin Adams, the author of today's grid. And apart from that, we actually have two pieces of listener mail. So um, I am going to go ahead and read them. Uh, The first is from Drew, and it says, Billiards Massey Shot. Hey, Gene and Mike. Hope all is well. Just listen to the Valentine's Day episode, and you guys mentioned you hadn't heard of a Massey shot in billiards. As someone who enjoys pool, I thought I might volunteer that info. A Massey shot, pronounced Massey, is a shot typically done to curve the cue ball in an arc instead of a straight line. I can't even imagine that that's possible, but apparently it is. Uh, Often used in trick shots, they are very dramatic and interesting shots that require a significant amount of skill. Anyways, I'm still enjoying your podcast. Keep up the good work, Drew. Thank you so much for that, Drew. Uh, right after this, uh, I'm going to go and research Massé shots. In fact, I'll try and include a video uh, in today's show notes. We also had uh, listener mail from Izzy about the Oklahoma Air Force bases. Hello, Gene and Mike. I, too, was surprised to see Vance Air Force Base on the Wednesday puzzle. I live roughly 30 minutes from Vance, but to my knowledge, it's not even the most notable or sizable Air Force Base in the state, which would be Tinker Air Force Base in Midwest City, the Oklahoma City metro area. Vance is located in near Enid, Oklahoma. Interestingly or not, Enid is somewhat regularly used in the puzzle, clued typically if memory serves as Ryder Blyton or something along the lines of City in Oklahoma. I, I find that quite interesting. Uh, It's been a while since I've seen it, but I do know it's been there a number of times. Mike's quicker on the X-word info than I am. It's true. I am the the master of X-word info. Um, Being a native Okie, I had zero idea of who Vance Air Force Base was named for, but Wookie's my friend. Lieutenant Colonel Leon Vance, a local World War II hero and Medal of Honor recipient. Oh, okay. Now we know. 
Another aside about Enid, and you can look into this, but it's local lore, there are urban legends that after the assassination of Lincoln, John Wilkes Booth actually escaped and was not killed in a fire as commonly reported, and eventually died in Enid in the early 1900s. Link below if you care to peek. Take a peek. Um, I'm on a 35-day streak. Whoa, nice job, Izzy. And Thursday nearly did that in, but after picking apart Lissom for about 30 minutes, being that I'd never heard that word, I finally updated Evie to Eerie. Mike, my lack of French really stumped me there with the response to Merci. De rien. Have a great weekend, and thanks for the shows, Israel. Well, thank you so much for that. And, um, yeah, it's very interesting about Vance. Um, I am going to unilaterally declare that to be our Fun Fact Friday fact that Vance Air Force Base was named after Lieutenant Colonel Leon Vance, a local World War II hero and Medal of Honor recipient. Excellent. Thank you again for that, Izzy. Thank you, Drew. And if anyone else wants to drop us listener mail, you can do so. Crossword podcast at iCloud.com. That's it for today. I fully expect that Jean, even smarter than she is now, will be back tomorrow. So we'll be back again to talk to you about tomorrow's crossword tomorrow.